What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening. Welcome to the podcast. How do you know when you found the right one? How are you going to know when, if you're with them or when you meet them, that they're the right one for you? So that's what we're talking about today. Um, I've got my wife here with me. We're going to kind of tag team this one. This is a question that comes up a lot because for people, it's obviously a, a hugely important decision. My mom, when I was younger, she said, the most important decision you make is making Jesus the Lord of your life. After that, it's choosing the right spouse. Don't mess it up. You'll ruin your life if you choose the wrong one. So safeguarding yourself and putting yourself in a place um, to, uh, to, to be able to know when they come and, then, and, and who they are. But, you know, I got some advice when I was younger and it really encouraged me. One of my pastors just said, you'll know. You'll know when it's the right one because you'll have a peace. And, uh, and that was always confusing to me because I didn't, I didn't understand when, when, and people, when they say that I understand it now, but then I didn't understand because when you talk about the peace of God, it's literally a peace that surpasses your understanding. So, um, when, when we first got together and we didn't even know each other that well, um, even when there would be someone that would say, are you sure about this? Or, um, you know, and there wasn't a whole lot of that, but you know, friends, good friends will always, you know, they'll always bring up the the pros and cons and they'll always, you know, they'll make sure that you're with the right one. But you know, when a good friend of mine was like, are you sure about this? Um, I was like, you know, I don't know why, but I have so much peace about this. And so knowing the voice of God though, is so important. If you can honestly say right now about yourself, I just don't know if I hear the voice of God clearly it is really not the time for you to be trying to figure out who your future spouse is. Because if you can't, you know, if you can't hear the the voice of God clearly, if you're still dealing with sin in your life and and you've overridden the Holy Spirit on so many other areas, um, you need to get those things right first and cultivate that relationship with the Holy Spirit first. And then it's going to be really, really easy. And the thing is, is God put that desire in your heart to be married. He wants you to be married. He wants you to find the right spouse for you. He wants you to find the right husband. He wants you to find the right wife. Um, But you being in tune with the voice of God is number one, because that's the only way, that's the literally the only way you are going to know a hundred percent whether this person that you're interested in is the right one or is not the right one. There are some markers along the road. The first thing I would say to knowing the voice of God is, is, um, eliminating sin from your life. If you say, I don't know if I hear the voice of God, if you, if your flesh has the loudest voice and your flesh runs the show and, and whenever the flesh wants something, you give it to it. You're not going to hear the Bible talks about the voice of the, the Holy ghost being the still small voice. So eliminating those things, getting sin out of your life. But then also when it comes to a spouse, it is very important. Once you know the voice of the Lord or, you know, even as you're moving forward, one of the ways it, it, they all go together, but is knowing what you're called to do. You know, marriage, I think, is often looked at in uh, the wrong way, where it's almost like uh, marriage is two people staring at each other and it's all just romance and it just is its own thing. And then I, you know, but having someone that is is there to do the same thing as you in the Garden of Eden, it was Adam and Eve and God actually gave Adam a helper, someone who is there. Adam was placed in charge of this garden. Man, this will preach. You got to have a job. You got to have something you're doing before you get a wife. But having something that you, hey, I know I'm called to do this. If you're unsure, if you're like, man, I think I'm supposed to go into business, but I think I'm supposed to go into the ministry, but I think I'm supposed to do this, 
but I'd also like to be a teacher, but I could also go work for the Marine Corps. You know, it's like, if you don't know, like, don't, don't try to find a wife because you'll find someone who doesn't know either. And then both of you won't know together. You know, when you know what you're doing and you're heading in a direction, you can be serving God with all of your heart. And then you don't have to know the specifics. You don't have to know, I'm going to be a missionary. I'm going to the, this province in India. You don't need to know the specifics, but the main things of like, am I called? What is life going to look like? If I look ahead 20 years from now, what is God placing in my heart for that? And then you can find someone who's called to do the same thing. If you're called to the full-time ministry and you're trying to date someone who's like, ah, I think I could be like, I think I'd like to become a doctor because it's just kind of a safe, if I'm a nurse, it's kind of just a safe bet. If, you know, if I'm in healthcare, it's kind of a safe bet. Like that's not someone who's going to be on board for what ministry takes. You need someone who's called. People who survive in ministry are called to ministry. And so often I've seen people who should be in ministry, but aren't because their spouse just isn't all about it. Um, So that's a big one is knowing what you're called to. Yeah. And that's something that really stood out to me when we were dating is that, you know, he had a very clear cut idea of what he was called to do. And that was a deal breaker for me because I also knew exactly what I felt called to do. And everyone that had ever come up as a potential before Ryan was always, um, there was always like, I would have had to look at my life with them and change something that was deep inside my heart and be like, well, I guess I could be this kind of person, or I guess I could live that kind of life. And, um, you know, even when I was in high school and I was, um, I was at the, at the river, awesome youth pastors, Pastor Alan and Kristen, um, met with me because there was a potential, uh, friendship that could have turned relationship. And, you know, I sat down with Pastor Kristen and she was like, you know what, you're in high school, just finish school. You're going to go into Bible school. Don't even worry about this relationship. And so I put it on the back burner. It was a friendship, you know, but we were still texting. We were still hanging out in groups and, and everything like that. And then a couple months later, Pastor Allen did this series called Hold Up, Wait a Minute. And if you're around the river, you know, he still does this series. But um, when he did that series, it was a four-part series. And the first night he did it, um, man, like the fear of God really got on me because I was like, man, I just don't want to miss out on what God has for me. And I know that if I took this road, I would be compromising. And if you're, if that person that you're looking at, that potential spouse that you see in your life, like if, if you have to console yourself, like, you know, I know that they're not everything that I ever would have hoped and dreamed they would be, but you know, but they're really cute, you know, so that'll be, that'll be good. Don't, don't compromise what you believe God has put in your heart. The the difference between, um, and married people can uh, attest to this, but pe- the difference between dating someone who you know is the right one and then dating someone when you found your husband and then dating someone who you're not sure is just this feeling of like, it's almost like you're trying to fit a round um, peg into a square hole. Like you want to try to make it work. You're trying to like fit it. And you're like, I guess that this could work. It wasn't really what I pictured. And it's this feeling of like this, almost like a, an interview process the whole time you're dating. But then besides that, just this like, everything seems to be a compromise. I guess this could be work. You see one or two things that you like. The reality is most people are going to have something that you like about them. People are genuinely friendly. Um, you know, people love the Lord. There's things that are nice. You can you can make yourself attracted to someone over time, but, but that's not what really what it's about. It's about um, seeing who God has for you. So first of all, understanding that God isn't going to try to put you with a loser. 
God's going to put you with the best one for you. He wants you to accomplish his will. He's going to put you with someone who's going to help you. They may not look exactly like you think. I've had people who are like, I'm going to marry someone who's blonde. You know, they have hair dyes now. So that's, that one can be figured (laughs) out. You know, I'm going to marry someone who's athletic. You know, you can still become athletic. There's things that can take place over time. So people get so rigid sometimes. But a few things for me, just in um, Krista, that really helped me to see that she was the one for me is... uh, She's someone who has a good work ethic. That was a that would have been a total deal breaker for me. This our generation, our culture is definitely a TGIF. Let's work for the weekend culture. Like, oh, I, I work so I can go on vacation. People, and that's why you have to identify yourself what success is for your life. Because if Krista and I say success for us, success is going to heaven, and success is fulfilling the call of God. Success is making it to heaven and hearing, well done, good and faithful servant. Nothing else is success. For some people, success is being able to retire at 55 and have enough money to not have to work. That's failure for me. Not working for the last 20, 30 years of your life would be a total failure. So it's deciding those, having a good work ethic. You have to have someone who's honest. If there's any deception in the relationship, dump them today. Right away. Um, And then also, if they're not a good friend, if they don't have good friends good character people who they're friends with, they're not going to be a good friend to you. If they haven't proved themselves as a trustworthy friend to other people, they're not going to be a good friend to you. So, so definitely some basic things to look for um, in compatibility when it comes to those things. But making up your mind and deciding that you're not going to compromise, there are things that can change. Things like, oh, I need someone who's like a gourmet chef. You know, people can improve at these things. Um, Krista could have looked at me and been like, I need someone who you know, is amazing at preaching and I wasn't preaching full time yet. And so it's, there's gifts that you grow into, you know, that, um, that you can look at, but know things, that God has someone. Yeah. Things obviously cultivate over time. You know, if somebody is not a millionaire when you're marrying them, but they feel called to, you know, make a lot of money and, you know, fund the end time harvest and they have a good work and they're, yeah. And they're already doing something that proves that you can, you know, you can probably trust that they're headed in that direction. Whereas if somebody tells you about their hopes and dreams and that they want to do this and they want to do that, but they feel like right now God's just calling them to a time of not working, that is a big red flag. Um, I really don't believe that um, God calls people to not work because, um, you know, just like what Ryan was saying earlier, um, when God put Adam in the Garden of Eden, he gave him a job. First thing he did was like, hey, name all these animals. And so if you're not taking care of Eden, you know, taking care of your life, taking care of your finances, taking care of yourself properly, um, you know, don't be looking for a spouse yet. But when you have, and you know, you've been taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your life, your finances, and you're going after the things of God a hundred percent, and you are the spouse that you would like to find, like you're actually at that level, then I would say, you know, it'd be, it would be the time that you can start praying and saying, God, I want, I want this person to come into my life and begin and begin pressing in for it. And that's what our pastor, Pastor Rodney said, you know, he prayed for his wife more than anything else that he's ever prayed for in his life. And I a hundred percent believe that because then marrying the wrong person will completely take you out of the call of God for your life or severely set you back. And um, obviously God redeems all things, but you don't want to have to go through something like that just because you couldn't control your flesh and you had to do whatever you, you felt like you needed to do because you, you you know, people who, who go against every better judgment, every leadership person in their life. And they go ahead and they say, I don't care what anybody says. I don't even care what the Holy ghost says inside of me. I'm going to marry this person. Man, well, good luck. You know, I, 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 I pray for you. 
I bless you, but that's going to be a rough road. So if you look at your life right now and you say, you know, there's this person, this potential person and everybody, everybody that I, that I trust that has good judgment, that is a godly person has told me, man, I just don't feel right about this. You know, this isn't right. I would highly, highly, highly recommend you take their word for it and get out of that relationship. Even if it's not a, a, a quote unquote relationship, even if it's a friendship that could turn relationship, because that was what, what I was in when I was in high school. And then the fear of God got on me because I was like, you know what? I am not going to compromise. I am, I am not going to be with somebody that's going to take me out of the call of God for my life. You know, what would be the most frustrating thing for me would, would be to be married to somebody who's less on fire for God than I am, who's less motivated to go after the things of God than I am. That would be the worst or, you know, who can't make a decision on, you know, um, what we should be doing with our life. That would be so difficult for me because, um, that's just not who I am. And God put me with Ryan, who has a, a very clear vision for what God has called him to do. And I can actually just link up to that vision. And um, I don't have to do my own thing. And I don't have to try to lead our home. Um, I'm able to just hook up with his vision and he leads us together. And so there's something so awesome about that. And it's such a gift. So if you are if you want that and you desire that, then it's 100% possible. God has that for you as a woman. God has that for you as a husband. Um, but you have to become that leader and you have to become that man. Yeah. And you're, you know, the, the, the best thing that you can do as a Christian who's looking for a spouse is to serve God with all your heart. You know, I heard someone say when you're running full out for God, you're not going to stop and grab someone who's standing on the side of the road, not participating. When you're running your race, there's going to be someone who runs up alongside you and you're going to grab hands and run off together. And so you being a wholehearted person for the kingdom of God. And then just to finish, one of the things that dating does when you meet the right one, it makes you just dating in general. Actually, I won't even say meeting the right one. When you get with somebody and you're dating, it makes you want to be a better person. You want to show off your best side. You want to be better. Um, what I would encourage you to do is ask yourself, what does the future, who is the future husband or who, who am I in the future? If you're a man, who, what is me as a husband look like? Am I really playing video games six hours a day? Am I really not doing any of the chores? Am I really not cleaning up? As a woman, are you really a wife that's not cooking, that's not cleaning, that doesn't know how to do laundry? Like some of these basic things. You're dreaming if you think that you're going to start marriage and have, have someone who cleans your house for you, does your laundry for you, cooks every meal that you're going to eat out every meal. Be better at life now be that person. So that way, when the time comes and you meet that person, you're going to want to be better. If you're a four now, you don't cook, you don't clean, you don't put on makeup. Do you think that, that he's going to be cool with that? Like that's not going to happen. So improve now, set those things in motion and be like, I'm going to be this wife now or this husband now. I'm going to start doing chores as a guy. I'm going to start being active. I'm going to, I'm going to slow down on the video games. I'm going to start studying whatever it is, advancing my call. And then when the time comes and they there, you're, you're already upgraded from a four to a six. And then when they come, you can, you'll have a fresh desire to even improve anymore. So, so look ahead and be the husband or the wife that you should be in purity. Like you shouldn't be, anyway, we can go a lot longer into this. You I think we might need to do a part two. We may have to. But, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Go ahead and subscribe. If you have any subjects that you'd like to hear us talk about, um, message us on Instagram. We won't talk about them, but message us anyway. We like the attention. You guys are amazing. Thank you for listening.